if you've been trained or you think it's about you, your goals, getting more clients, your success, for most human beings, that's going to sound very selfish, doesn't feel good, unless you're a sociopath, then it's totally cool, right? And so when you when you think about it, it becomes a conflict in your mind. And when the mind is conflicted, what action does it take? Called none. It doesn't take any action. Hi, this is Coach Joe Lucas, and welcome to the Magellan Network Show. My goal inside of this communication, this show, is to share with you my nearly 30 years of coaching some of the most successful financial advisors in North America. We're going to be talking about strategies, syntaxes, we're going to bring guests on from time to time, and I'm going to share with you what's working now. So think of this show as sort of like a little one-on-one kind of mini coaching cast, if you like, where we're going to be going in depth from time to time on strategies to help you grow your business, get more effective, become more efficient, find balance in your time management, grow your business, and quite frankly, whatever else is going on in the world today. So before we get to today's episode, I'd love for you to do a couple things for me. Number one, make sure that if you're watching this on YouTube, that you subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you're doing the audio, make sure that you give us a review on whether Spotify or Apple, you know, we'd really appreciate that. And quite frankly, that does help. It does matter when you rate things and like things and subscribe to things. It helps us get the word out to more of the industry. And lastly, I have a very special gift for you. Go to MagellanNetwork.net. So one word, MagellanNetwork.net. And I have for you a complimentary membership, 100% gratis, where you can tap into about between 50 and 75 hours of master classes, forms, tools, templates, and strategies. So please go ahead and uh, make sure you go ahead and get that claim. Smash the like button and subscribe. And uh, please go ahead and leave us a review on whatever podcasting platform you're on. And now, let's get to this week's episode. Hi, this is your coach, Joe Lucas, and welcome to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. This week, we're going to continue our series on strategies on how to have the best year ever in 2024. So what we're going to cover this week is going to be referrals and introductions, which I will say on the very uh, onset of this conversation is absolutely, there's only a few, but this is like one of them, pet peeves in this industry, how most advisors have just a total massive blind spot, a uh, negative frame of reference to it. And so in my conversation today, I'm going to do two things. I'm going to talk around the psychology of referrals and introductions. And and by the way, referrals and introductions are the same things. Some consultants years ago said, you know, people try to talk about referrals, so let's just call them introductions. It's really the same thing. It just is, right? So I want to talk about the psychology around why advisors struggle with it. And then I'm going to give you really a couple of simple strategies that I teach, that I coach my clients on. And I'll give you some ratios. So the one thing that we do here, uh, I've done for for many decades, we track. So I can tell you kind of what this looks like from a a typical standpoint in terms of a practice. All right. So three things, right? 
psychology, strategy, and then kind of expected results. Okay. So let's talk about, so let's talk about the psychology of the mindset, right? In my experiences, one of the primary reasons advisors are phobic around referral and interconversations is somehow when they grew up in the game, they had a very bad or negative experience or they were taught to do it in a way that was highly uncomfortable, uh, felt selfish, and it's almost like we've got some PTSD around it, okay? And I'll give you a great story. So I was talking to one of my, uh, one of my newer personal clients, very successful uh, partnership. I work with both partners, independent RA. And we were talking about business development, right? And I said, well, I mean, look, let's break it down. Like, what can we do, right? And I started talking about optimization, referrals, COIs, and, you know, all the plethora of other things you can do. And, uh, and I said, well, tell me about your referral game. And, he, and, you know, he looks at me, he goes, well, you know, we get them, but I don't, I don't believe that we should be actively soliciting them. So, okay, now we got something here. And I said, okay, tell me why you believe that. Because you weren't born with that belief. So showed up. So how did you arrive at that belief? And he said, when he started out, he started in the life insurance world. And he was taught at the when you deliver the policy to sit down and say, look, I've got a very important question to ask you. Can you think of five people? And he and he had to get five names. And it was all about that, like putting the client on the spot, right? Getting the names and then driving. And and I get, look, and some people are totally cool with that. So let me be very clear. That is not a bad strategy if you can do that strategy. The problem is about 95% of you cannot, okay? And it's not that you have you don't have the capability for it. It's the psychology is not there. The mindset doesn't feel good, so on and so forth. So I'm talking to him. And I, and I said, how long have you been rolling with this concept, right? And he goes, at least, and, we, and he's been in business for a bit. So he said, at least 10 years. And I said, well, in 2023, how many referrals did you get in your business? And I, he said, like eight or nine, and they're good. And, and they were in a really good business. And I said, you know, if you had, if you had a good strategy, that eight, nine would have been probably 30, 40, 50. It just would be. I know how many clients they have. And I said, so... So let me, let's play this a little bit here. So you haven't dealt with this over a decade. I'm telling you, and I said to him, look, I said, you realize that this belief set has cost you a million dollars of income over the last decade, at least. And there was just this look on his face on the Zoom, right? So here's the primary problem from a mindset psychology about referrals and introductions. If you've been trained or you think it's about you, your goals, getting more clients, your success. For most human beings, that's going to sound very selfish, doesn't feel good unless you're a sociopath, then it's totally cool, right? And so when you when you think about it, it becomes a conflict in your mind. And when the mind is conflicted, what action does it take? Called none. It doesn't take any action. Okay. And here's how I validated this, by the way. And I'm going to ask you guys a question. And I want to see how you're going to answer the question. In terms of new clients, new, okay, we're not talking about optimization, new money. We're talking about just new relationships. What is the best way to get a great new client relationship? 
Answer, 98% of you. 1A, 1B. 1A, an introduction from a very happy advocate-oriented client. B would be a referral from a very uh, influential center of influence. 1A, 1B. That's it, right? So if you're one of the 98 percenters that kind of say yes to those two things, and like I said, we're going to do with A part today. Follow-up question. How much time, energy, money, focus, commitment do you put to absolutely maximizing, optimizing, leveling up your referral game with your clients? Ha. There's a disconnect right there. And you're all smart people. You're bright. Some of you went to Harvard, have advanced degrees, MBAs, CFPs, CFAs. Smart. If you've answered the question, yes, this is one of the two best ways, but then you look at what action and resource you deploy towards that, and it's small, if anything, massive gap, why? Because intellectually, it makes no sense, right? And I know what I hear. Well, Joe, you know, I'm lucky. I don't want to put my clients in a bad spot. Or here's a good one. Hey, I don't want to ask anybody because I only want to deal with million dollar plus households. And unless they can refer to that, like I don't like, like all this kind of noise and the, all this head trash, right? Those are just intellectual conversations you're having with yourself to justify the fact you don't do it. Period. End of story. Now you can rationalize, and I know some of you can sit there and say, well, Joe, you know, real professionals don't ask for referrals. BS on that. The cosmetic surgeon tries to get all the GPs together for dinners so they refer them to the patients. The estate plan attorney goes out to the family law attorneys and the PI attorneys and the corporate law people to get referrals when they have estate planning from their client base. Do not believe that at all. You know why it's you know why you want to believe it? Because it sounds good. It justifies not doing anything. Oh, see, Joe? See, I just we just we just had this consultant in our branch, and uh, and they said, you know, hey, real professionals don't ask for referrals. That's what we want to hear, right? That belief set for everybody watching, listening over a 10-year period is at least a million dollars. For some, it's probably three, four, five million dollars. So you gotta ask yourself a question. Are you willing to continue to write that check? Or do you want to fix it? Because if you answered yes to the question, it's one of the best ways, but yet you don't do anything about it, well, there's your gap. Okay? So what is the reframe that I would use to get you to get your head around this? Very simple. As long as you think this is referrals are about you, you'll never fix it. Because it feels selfish. Okay? You have to make it about the service of others. You have to make it about your clients. I will share a story that I don't share very often. It's my distinction inside of this. So uh, if you look, if you look at my, uh, if you go on LinkedIn, you see my CV. Uh, I spent several years working, uh, two years actually, working for Tony Robbins uh, as a as a personal PDC, personal development consultant. It was code for it was code word for salesperson. Okay, so we're going through training, right? And, and so back then, the way it worked is, hey, we signed up and by, I only deal with, back then I only deal with stockbrokers. I get a stockbroker uh, who went to said yes to a program. 
I was trained immediately to go get four or five names from that stockbroker. Who else, who else would you want to have go through this program with you, right? And we do a live training back then. And we just get names. But when, they, when I was first going through training, and this is very, I mean, this is like in your face, like heavy duty, get some names, uh, Cutco, you know, like really heavy duty direct sales stuff. And I remember training, they gave us the set, they gave us the referral model. And he said, does anybody have any questions? And I was stupid or naive enough, I raised my hand. I said, yeah, man, this just feels super aggressive. Like, wow, man, we're going to like, you know, we're going to, you know, basically emotionally browbeat people into giving us names, right? And I never forget what I was told. And I won't get into the details because it's probably a little bit confidential, but there was a big dude in the room. And, and the big dude had me stand up and basically looked at me and said, you are one of the most selfish people that I know. And you can imagine like being called out, like you're selfish. And they're like totally like, you know, brilliant strategy, totally reframe me, pattern interrupt everything, right? And, and then the further piece was, so what you're saying is, that you are uncomfortable in this conversation. So you would rather not have any other people be exposed to what we do. You would rather rob them of the opportunity to work with us because you're uncomfortable in that conversation. Isn't that selfish? I never forgot that. And I executed. So I'm going to say it this way. Because you don't have your referral and introduction strategy locked down, you're being selfish. You're being comfortable. Because you don't want to get out of your comfort zone. You are robbing your clients of the opportunity to introduce you to people that they know and care about. That you can solve their problems, their money problems. But they're going to end up going to some 800 number or some seminar or God help us something online. And it may or may not work out with a stranger. Because you're not willing to get uncomfortable and you're selfish. That's the story. So when we make it about others, it no longer is about us. That's the reframe. When you make it about the ability for your clients to introduce you to people that you can help and serve, isn't that one of the highest callings in our game? It's not about you. Yes, you will definitely win as a byproduct of the process, but is the byproduct it is not the it is not the process. Okay? So here's the psychology. As long as you keep making this about you and your goals, it's going to feel selfish. You're going to have a conversation with yourself that will tell you, ah, oh, you don't have to do this. It's not necessary, stuff like that. But it goes diametrically opposed to what your intellectual side just said about it's one of the best ways. There's your conflict. How you cure it is you do not make it about yourself, you make it about your clients. Wouldn't you love to give your clients the opportunity to refer people that they care about to you so you can help them? Wouldn't that just be a beautiful thing? Hi, Coach Joe Lucas here, and I'm just breaking here for a moment just to do a couple quick reminders. Number one, uh, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel or our podcast. In addition, please leave a, a comment or a review. Those things really, really matter. And uh, share this episode with three of your colleagues inside the financial services space. And lastly, make sure that you go ahead and claim your free membership inside of Magellan Network. 
Now back to this week's episode. Then make it such. It's not about you. It's about them. Okay? You make it about them and the service to others. It unlocks. And every time you get kind of in your own head about this, remember you're being selfish. Because you're making it about you. Make it about others. Okay? Now, strategies. And look, I've got a two-hour masterclass on this, so I'm not going to spend two hours doing this, but this is like one of my massive pet peeves in this industry. Strategy. You don't need to hire a coach. You don't need to go to a weekend program. Here's what it is. And there are some nuances to it, but I'm going to give you the, the global framework. My philosophy is it takes several things to generate a, a introduction, a referral. Okay. Number one, the advisor has got to be aware and committed that this is part of what they do. See the first part of what we talked about today. Number two, they need to communicate that said desire to their clients, right? And I'll explain how we do that. The third thing, which is we don't have control over, is timing. So I'll use the term this way. Awareness indoctrination. Awareness doctrination. Timing equals opportunity. Okay? It is not about getting names. Like, we don't do that. I don't teach that. I, I don't like that. Okay? Now, if, you're, if you can roll with it, great. But like I said, 95% of you, it's not going to work. It's not in your wheelhouse. And that's fine. So our strategy is very simple. And I'll give you like the, there's nuance to it, but I'm going to give you kind of the two major bullet points. So bullet point number one. When you're talking to a client, a check-in call, whatever it is, right? You're, there's a communication. Two things. First one is gratitude. Hey, I just want to let you know that I'm really grateful for the opportunity to be your advisor. Right? Get some warm fuzzies. Second piece. By the way, if you ever know someone that can use our help, we are always here as a resource. That's it. That's the easy version. Gratitude, remember, reminder. That's it. Now think about that. By the way, if you ever run across somebody we can help, please consider us a resource. What are the three answers to that possibility? Hey, you know what? Thanks a lot. I'll keep it in mind. I don't know anyone right now. Option number two. Hmm. You know, Bill over in accounting is getting ready to retire this year. You know what? Let me see and maybe I'll hook you guys up. Right? Two possibilities. Thanks a lot. I'll keep it in mind. I don't know anyone right now. Hey, interestingly enough, I do know somebody right now. That's it. Two possibilities. Okay. They're not going to tell you, don't ever bring that up again, or how dare you. I mean, I, I mean, I've never seen it. I mean, I've taught this for decades. I've never seen it. None of my clients have ever called me up and said, hey, I used that, and the client got really pissed off. Doesn't happen. Except, again, be aware. If the client's not happy with you, then don't do this, right? So they're pissy about their fees or performance or some of your, some of your team dropped the ball, and they're not in a good frame then obviously don't do it, okay? But we do appreciation and we remind her. Second strategy, you're doing your review. You're building the agenda out. Last thing on the agenda, appreciation, by the way, that's it. Same, same conversation. Now, that's it. 
Like I can give you all the nuances about doing webinars and inviting people to and hosted happy hours, meet and greet and have like there's other nuances. But again, in the scope of this conversation, I want to keep things kind of streamlined here. Like that's it. Now, what happens if you were to do that three to five times a day? As you're talking to people, like we're not running a campaign here. It's just part of our, our DNA. You're talking to five or 10 clients a day. You're doing a couple of reviews a day. Like we are, like we average that over the year, okay? And let's just say part of your daily game plan, part of your strategy, part of your standard is I'm going to do this a minimum of three times with my goal being five times a day. Nothing bad. We're not asking you to make any extra phone calls or any extra emails. Just doing what you're doing, right? That's it. And, and I will say this, you will suck for the first 10 conversations. It will not feel good. It'll be clunky. It's going to just, you know, there'll be a lot of hmms and hmms and just not clear. It's going to it's gonna not be good. Nobody's going to fire you over it. Get over the hump. See, what a lot of you are concerned about is how you are, how you are viewed. And see, you're so worried about amateuring it, you'll never get to be a pro. Well, Joe, I want to be a pro. Like, I got a master. Like, I got practice. And, yeah, you practice on your clients. Like, when you go stand in front of the mirror and utter two sentences, like that's an, that's like going to the driving range. Like you're a golfer, you go to the driving range or Top Golf, and you're like a stud. And then you go shank it on a real golf course. Like like that does not translate to there. Like you got to do this real time. Okay, so let's play this out. Okay, let's play this out. So I'll take three times five is fifteen times three weeks. So I'm gonna give you a week off. It's forty five times ten is four hundred and fifty. Plus another 90, that's 550, so 540. So you will, in the course of 12, 12 months, have 540 conversations. I will tell you right now, you will source in that year between 30 and 50 names. Now, why do I say that? Because I've got the data to support it. And let's just take the median, 40, okay? Now, it's about a 1 to 10 ratio once you get rolling. But I've seen clients get a, I just, we just had something uh, this week inside a network where in December, somebody had 12 conversations, got four names. Okay. Well, let's just take the, let's just take the median. 30, 50, median is 40. Here's the way it works. Half the people that you are referred or introduced to are not going to be qualified for one or two purposes, maybe two. They are not either emotionally qualified, which is they're not looking for help or do yourself or they're not open to change. Or they're not economically qualified, they don't meet your minimum, okay? By the way, we never ask our clients to qualify. Don't, hey, we'll, you know, if you know somebody that's going to retire with millions, like, people don't talk that way. So just talk to people. You're not, by getting a name, by the way, you're not committing to working with them, you're committing to a conversation, just as a sidebar, okay? So the 40, 20 are not going to be qualified. You'll, you'll say, hey, I think you need to go to your bank or I'd go back to my credit union, or whoever's your 401k provider, I would talk to them. Like, you'll give them some advice in a conversation, but you're not going to take them on as a client. That leaves 20. So I'll ask this question. If you were to get in front of 20, um, they want help, they're seeking help, they need help, they get it, and they meet your economic criteria. And remember, this is from a referral. 20 of those. How many of them will become a client for you? 19, 18, 16? Something like that, right? How many of you need more than 16, 18 quality clients, new clients every year? Now, if you're massive, maybe you're doing other things, but just hear me out. 
80% of advisors, I believe, they got, you know, between 15 and 20 uh, great households a year. Like, they're rock stars. They're rocking it. Don't overthink this. Now, does that mean you shouldn't do other things like COIs or or lead gen? Or, no, no, no. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying not to do those. But here's the thing. If you're doing those and don't have this game fixed, you have a giant hole in your business model. It's just it's a massive hole that's easy to fix. No investment. Like I just gave you everything, you know, well, 80, 90% of it, right? What you need to do. Psychology shift, strategy, here's the results you're going to produce. And the results, like I'm serious, like this, I thought, I've got this documented. One out of 10. So to me, simple math. Hey, Joe, I want to open up uh, 18 new households this year. Great. Uh, I've got 300 households. Great. So, uh, so 18, so we probably need to generate probably about 30, let's call 40 review, 30, 40 uh, introductions. So to generate those 40 introductions, we probably need to do a minimum of 400 conversations this year. Uh, 500 would be better. Uh, let's break that down into, you know, it's not, it's not crazy. It's not crazy. And then some of you will sit there and say, well, do you bring it up every time? Hey, if I talk to a client once a month, which would be like a triple A level, level client, obviously. Can I end every conversation with, hey, by the way, thank you for the opportunity. And as a reminder, we're always here for people that you know as a resource. Yeah, you could change the you could change the words around. What did that take? Five, not even five seconds. Nothing. We're not demanding anything. But over time, we remind them. Remember, indoctrination, indoctrination. The more your clients hear that, here's what happens. And I'm gonna get then I'm gonna get you guys out of here because I know we're going long on this episode. When you have your clients say, "Hey, wait a second. I know what you're going to say next. That is what you want. Why? They're indoctrinated. And when they're out and about in their world, doing their thing, right? And they're at a, wherever they're at. And somebody says, yeah, I'm going to retire. Or, hey, you know, uh, uh, you know, my XYZ person's getting ready to retire. I don't like the new younger person they brought in. Like the client will connect the dot. Like you don't have to connect that dot. And they're gonna say, "Hey, you know, I got, you know, you should definitely talk to my advisor." Like they, like they will advocate now for you. Why? Because we indoctrinated them. Okay, that is the program. That is the program. It is not more complicated than that. Sometimes people want to make it more complicated than that. But I'm here telling you right now uh, who we are. You know, first week of February, basically, 2024. 10 to 1 ratio. Once you get rolling. So the first 100 may get three or four. Second 100, you'll get, you know, seven, eight, nine, 10. Third 100, definitely 12, 13, 14. Like it'll be cumulative. But when you look at it over the course of a year, it's one to 10. So simple math. How many names do you want to source this year? Times 10. There's your goal. Divide it out by days. There's your goal. Don't overthink it. I gave you the verbiage. Okay. So. Thank you for watching and listening to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. Now, next week, very important week, I celebrate my 30th anniversary as a coach. So next episode is going to be 30 years of wisdom in 30 minutes. So special episode. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm really excited to share what – it won't be everything because 30 years is a long time, obviously. Uh, but I'm going to share with you what I've learned in this space, and it's changed a lot in 30 years, right? So I'm going to share that next week. And by the way, if you want more strategies, insights, I just looked, by the way, and I've, I forgot what my team did. We have a ton of master classes, totally free, like on these kind of subjects, inside of Magellan Network, MagellanNetwork.net. 
it's there's no credit card, no gotcha, like just come in, let's add value. And if one day you think you need a coach, we'd love, we'd love to be considered for that. But let me add value to your world now, as we hopefully we do inside of the show. Have a great weekend. Good luck on your Super Bowl picks, right? And uh, remember, next week's episode is going to be very, very special. Thank you for listening watching, and I'll see you guys in seven days. Thank you for watching or listening to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. Hey, if any of this resonated with you, I invite you to come to MagellanNetwork.net and we have a powerful group coaching community of like-minded advisors. Come in for a trial. You and I will have a one-on-one conversation. Let's see if I can help elevate your game both personally and professionally.